This is CliffCentral.com. All right, guys, it's a Tuesday, and today we're on Urban Culture Drive. So it's a Tuesday. You know, it's 3 p.m. We're doing the thing. We're cooking the pots, as you know it, guys. We're switching things up today. Uh, our main man, Les, is not here. So Craig or Sexy, the sexy yes! man himself, is taking over the show. Yes! <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, you know, uh, there's been a couple of things that I've been thinking about the last couple of weeks. And, you know, they've resonated so much with the topic that we're going to be talking about today. And, you know, the one thing that I think stood out for me was the saying, give the people what the people want by Bonang Mateva. Thank you very much. I feel like that is quite a lot of pressure. I mean, these days, as we walk around, as we live, as we do our thing, you hear, I need to slay. You know, basically, you know, you need to do the most as you go along. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that means that you are constantly under a lot of pressure because that to Instagram, Facebook, mm. life itself. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'm hanging out with my sexy vixen as per usual. Candice, baby, how are you doing? <laughs> hey, thank you for that very lovely introduction. Um, I am well. I am alive and kicking. So I guess that's better than anything right now. I'm, I'm willing to settle for the fact that I'm alive and kicking. So you understand when I say give the people what they want. Give the people what the people want. Give them Clem- champagne, darling. Champagne, Give them darling. first class, business class. Yes. Fleeking Instagram, baby. You know how we roll. Of course, you can relate completely with the fleeking Instagram notion. Absolutely. Um, 20- Are you on 20K yet? Yeah. Oh, no, no, almost, almost. We're almost there. Must I give you a chance? Another week? How long? <laughs> Like this guy's Instagram Fair. following is lit, guys. You know how it is. All right. Anyway, you know what, guys? Just to delve onto today's breakdown, you know, I had a little epiphany last week. Actually, the last few weeks, as I've been describing. Um, you know, I, I've, you know, I have a lot of papers with me. My, you know, an accountant, PhD candidate, blah, blah, blah. We always keep track of our stuff. You know, we never lose papers. And what I started to notice was that, um, I'm starting to spend a lot more money than I'm supposed to, you know, mm. and this started, you know, this, this thing just started to happen. I started to think about this because I bumped into my budget when I was <laughs> in my first year. Okay. So in my first year, I got about 350 in a month. Yeah. It lasted me literally the entire month, babe. Okay. You know, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? You, you gotta, gotta do what you gotta do. Ah, previously yes. disadvantaged. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I great. think from then, and then I was like, okay, so fast forward to 2010. I saw a budget that I had at that time. It was about 8.6. This mm-hmm. includes gas, car, mm-hmm. Rains, apartment, everything, fam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was sorted for about 8,600. This is in 2010. So if I were to apply time value of money, it's about 13,700, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. You know, me being genius and everything. Yeah. And I asked myself, geez, 350 per month to needing about 3.7 a month, all right? Mm-hmm. And now fast forwarding to 2018, you know, my last weekend, I woke up and I looked around me, you know, just had obviously mm-hmm. I like things chic, fam. Mm, you know, of course, <laughs> no, I've seen your apartment. It's, you, it's you understand, pretty, you know? Pretty amazing. I like things. Yeah. I like spending, I like devices, yeah. I like um I do the most. Mm-hmm. You know, I give it away here, Misa. you know, do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I asked myself, how did I get here? You know, how mm. did this actually transpire? How did I move from such large amounts per week, per weekend or per month to such extensive spending? You know what I mean? Mm. And I think a lot of people can actually resonate with it that, you know, people that are not necessarily rich 
and are also not yet poor. So middle In other class words, then. The middle class, babe. Okay. You know, can actually resonate with me. You know what I mean? So tell me, Candice, what's the most expensive item you have? The most expensive item I have, guys, and I actually thought about this today. And literally, please don't judge me. It's my iPhone right now. Oh. It's, the, it's the most expensive thing I've owned. Oh, my goodness. My iPhone 6. It's not even an S. You know what I mean? Yes. But then the question is, why did you actually get an iPhone 6 when you can actually get a exactly. Samsung? You know what I mean? Exactly. What you could, or you or could, just the Nokia 3310, for goodness sake. I get it. You just want the basic functionality. Mm. But I get it. You get sold a lifestyle. It, it's, it's about, so even though you don't quite measure up to the lifestyle per se, yeah. you sold me the dream. And I think that's what Apple does brilliantly is they sell you a lifestyle. They sell you this elitist way of living. Even if in the most, you know. Yeah. Because I mean, if you really think about it, uh, there are a lot of other, for example, devices. I yeah. mean, the most expensive item I have is a pair of Salvatore Ferragamo, which literally costs over 15,000. And I, sure, I, I didn't necessarily want, I've only worn them once. Mm-hmm. But when I really think about it, like I said, I've been having a lot of reflection. And what just made you purchase them? Can I just ask? What, would, what goes on in someone's mind to make them hemisa. spend 15 grand at one go? I didn't want to hear me say them. Do you understand? Where did you wear those two? I wore them to a 40th, like recently. Mm-hmm. You know did you take I mean? pictures at least? I tried. You know, I, I, I did the <laughs> most that I could, as subtle as I could. You know what okay. I mean? You know, anyway. Without further ado, I think today we're going to be talking about consumerism within the middle class. You know, there's something about that is actually, let me say, energetic about buying stuff. Mm. There's an element of being satisfied as soon as you buy things. Mm. You know, there is that thing. You know what I mean? Babe, give me, give me yeah. an example. Yeah, definitely. And I also think that besides consumerism, Consumerism being so a thing English, guys, English guys It's not my mother's tongue Okay anyway Besides that being Our topic I want to say that Advertising And marketing Really does play into it As well Because you're I mean look You look You open up your Instagram And there's an influencer Selling you something You turn on your television you're just ready to watch your favorite soapy, but they're selling you a car. And the worst part is that it's, it's not constant. Even, it's not even direct. No, it's not. You, you might, you're not even the target market that time. I must point that out. Like, it's not even for you. When I Ujimi, you know, you know, you know, you're there with your, you know, six grand salary. I'm speaking of myself, guys. Speak for myself right now. And then you, you buy into this dream that they sell you. And I think that's what they do so effectively to get us to buy into all mm. of these things and constantly, in, even though we can't afford it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, before I introduce our lovely two guests today, we've got two absolutely different, absolutely amazing, mm. but yet inspiring two guests, which I'll get into. But you know, there was actually something that was uh, published recently mm-hmm. by uh, an American uh, university mm-hmm. about how currently the millennials, what they're actually spending on. And, and it's just quite interesting. I've got a list, actually. Mm-hmm. So our millennials, you know, currently, they're spending more than their parents, obviously. The first thing that they spent a lot on, about 53% out of the entire survey. So let's say about, let's say 5,000 students or, you know, people who were born from 1980 to whatever, spend about 53% of their money on Ubers and taxis. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you are lit. You have to... Not even that. I'd rather spend on Uber and Taxify as opposed to get a whip. You know what I mean? For now. 
Yeah. And it plays into our minds as well that, okay, it's fine, extend, extend. Gandhi, Uber is out here chowing our money. Sam, you know that Uber is the largest um, transport company without a car. Without vehicles. That is so scary. They you don't know have what I mean? vehicles. Because they sell convenience. They sell the idea that, you know, you are in, you're being driven around. Same as Airbnb. They yeah. own no property. Exactly. So the second thing is, you know, Coffee that costs more than 40 rands. How many of you have been to Woolies? Yes, fam. You've done it. You've done it. That cappuccino, cafe mocha. Congratulations. You know what I mean? The coffee at my workplace is 22 bucks. It's a cappuccino and it's like so nice. You know what I mean? It's the thing. So I haven't had the 40 rand one, but you obviously are going to tell us how lit that coffee must taste. Every time when I leave gym, you know, it's so weird how conveniently things are placed. Can I just ask something? Yeah. Are you, do you guys gym at the same place? Did you guys both just come from the gym? Because okay, you guys are dressed super like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, extra. I'm, I'm speaking to Mazwi guys, by the it's, way. Uh, anyway, we'll get to we'll that. Get to we'll that. get to that. Anyway, the third thing is that uh, a lot of millennials spend a lot of money on electronic gadgets. About 76% said mm. yes. You mm. know, they would rather have an iPhone. Mm. They would rather have, uh, is there anything other than an iPhone? They'd rather have iPhones, the PCs, iWatch. all of these nice things than eat. Dinner. Yeah, you, know, you know what I, I mean? mean? So about 69% said that they spend a lot of money on clothing that they don't actually need, which is, fam, it's your, you know, Salvatore Ferragamo. I was going to point that out. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Eating out at Haas restaurant in town, 79%. I remember, I remember this past weekend, I literally drove from my place to an unknown place in Hartis and mm-hmm. just because I wanted an ambience, I didn't really need wow. to. Wow. You know what I mean? Sure. But it's, it's, it's that constant, um, subtle advertisement, that constant post on Instagram that you feel like, you know, you wanna, you know, you wanna fit in, not just fitting in, but you wanna show them, you know, and it's, it's such a deep sort of like, you know, thing. Mm. But I think it must be a very sad place to be. Where you, f- you have that urge to, to, to show, you know, you know, out, outside of your budget. Absolutely. And, and people are there. I'm people telling you, there. it is, you know, people are there. Th- those are people's lives. Consumerism, fam. Yeah. It's, it, it's the most, it, it's very subtle these days, yeah. you know. And, you know, the last thing that a lot of, you know, millennials spend on is going to see live music, sports and other events. About mm-hmm. 73% have agreed that they do a lot of this. And for me, I think when you go through that list, it really makes you wonder that the line between a need and a want has just become so, you know, you can't necessarily see what you really want and what you really need because it's almost all egocentrically driven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce my lovely two guests, starting with, hmm, where do I start with? Okay, I'm going to start with Marjorie, just <laughs> yeah, because he pointed out. Yeah, and then you answer my, my question if you guys were at the gym together. Either. Marjorie Vezi, my goodness. Hey. I, I, did, and, and can I just say, he's got such an interesting story to tell, because I did a little bit of a search on you. And yeah, really? It's, it's amazing, and I need you to tell all our listeners when you do get a chance. Exactly. So tell me a bit about yourself. Imagine this as one of those first time sort of corporate interview slash social networking you know uh, you know what makes you so interesting what makes you you per se i i wouldn't say i'm i'm, I'm interesting per se um but um what i do i i run my own company okay um it's called photography by maz 
Um, I specialize in photography and videography, but um, I've been working for the last 17 years, not necessarily in, in, in the photography and video business, however, in the corporate business oh, interesting. Um, as an IT auditor, funny enough. Oh, So I spent 16 years of my um of my life, of my work life, doing um, working as an IT auditor all over South Africa and in the UK. Um, so in me working as an auditor, I I I I I, I sort of developed um, um, love for photography, and I decided to go study photography full time with the College of Digital Photography, and um, started growing my client base. And um, yeah, when I saw that. Um, there was a lot of interest in what I was doing. A lot of people were liking what I was doing. I decided to go full time and now I'm doing photography full time. That's actually quite interesting. And I think just to, you know, how many degree, how many qualifications, just mention something about studying and let's not be, it's time to flex them, you know, yeah. uh, how many qualifications <laughs> do you actually have in your name and what are they and what actually inspired you to study those if you're doing what you're doing now? Mm. I, I have a few. Oh, <laughs> Craig or sexy two point I I have. I'm not gonna mention. I'm, I'm not gonna count the them particularly. Okay. I'm just gonna mention what I've what I've studied. Okay. So I have got a BCom from Rhodes University. Yes. Which I majored in, in information systems and commercial law. Um, I then did my higher diploma in, in distributed commercial information systems at UCT. Then I did a higher diploma in computer auditing. Um, adverts. Then I did a master's in interactive digital media. Yes, fam, fam, fam. <laughs> Where are the horns? Where are the horns? Anyway, too late for that. Then um, I've got a certificate in, in in photography and a certificate in videography. Interesting. And in video editing and an image in image um um processing. So you are just the full package, basically. Well, I try to be. I see you work out <laughs> much. You know, you're, you're trying to be in, in Craig or sexy two point oh fam. There can't, there can only be one or sexy in this world. I try to keep healthy. Mm, I see. All right. Okay. Now our lovely guest, our second one, Mr. Pamelo Cavini. I think I've known you for like, oh my God, forever. Do you understand? I know, right? You know what I mean? So other than, you know, me knowing everything about you, just tell me a bit about yourself. Who oh. are you? What makes you so special? Why are you dressed the way you are? You know. Give us and how's that? How am I dressed? Hi. Okay. Pam's is dressed in, <laughs> as per usual, spunky, green, different shades of green. And uh, he's got shades on. You know, he's almost like a mini Candace. Yeah. But yeah, he trying is. to be... Levels trying yeah. to be... <laughs> you know what and, I mean? And he's wearing, uh, he's wearing um, 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 ripped jeans. Mm, absolutely. Uh, what do they call them in the industry? Um, distressed. Distressed. Oh, distressed wow. jeans. Distressed jeans. Um. Yeah, but so you're looking like a Holt snap. Okay, thank I'm you. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> Conclusion. So where, like where do I start? Pamelo is. Let's see. Um, I think I was introduced to the industry through uh, TV. So I was a youth television presenter on a station. Can I say the station on ETV? Yeah. Oh, go for um, it. On ETV. We are um, not governed by crazy. Any so laws I think most people know me from from that platform. Mm, mm. Uh, but I think apart from being also an academic, getting to where Craig 6 is and Mazi are. <laughs> I'm on my way there. Um, I'm an artist, you know, I'm, I, mm. I've been, I've dabbled into music, worked with quite big names in the industry. Um, did backing vocals for a couple of uh, artists. Mazi mentioned one earlier on, but, <laughs> um, yeah. So let's see. Now I'm a marketer by profession. Um, I basically like selling ideas to people like Candace and Craig 6 so that I can be able to buy. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. So I believe that you have, oh my goodness, you've had quite an experience. I mean, from what I get, you know, is that you have done the whole academic experience. Yeah. So, so, so give us a background of what you studied and how, for some reason, and you know, I'm just telling this to get, telling this to the guest that you've actually had, you had some experience in the media and entertainment industry. Yeah. Um, let's see. I studied marketing at UJ. Um, got my degree in marketing, my honors in marketing. Uh, become marketing. Yes. Um, <laughs> flex. Flex. Um, let's see. Um, I think when I decided to come to Joburg, I wanted to market myself better because I wanted to be entertainment. So I always say my mind works in two ways. There's an artistic side and the academic and strategy side. Yeah. You know? So I've dabbled before media, while doing media actually, I was still in corporate. So I worked for brands such as L'Oreal, Maybelline, um, wow. AC, Garnier, you mentioned, just to mention a few. Um, and I just somehow corporate wasn't for me. Mm. You know, mm. it's all, I always say people who go into corporate, it teaches you certain things, you know, discipline, time management and certain things like that. But I decided that I think I'm better. Yeah. I wanted to venture into other things. So why not do it now while I'm younger and venture into my own stuff, you know? Yeah. So open the business. Um, it's in the beauty industry from a real background. So. I mean, that's such a, that's quite interesting. The fact that you, you know, with your corporate experience and your marketing experience and your, I mean, your academic, I'd say qualifications, you've adopted that and actually made it practical. Mm. You know, mm. a I lot suppose, of people struggle yeah. to do that. It's hard. <laughs> it is hard. Um, I think with, with business, we always look at it like I can do it. I can do it until you're in it. Yeah. And the, on the 25th of every month when that money doesn't Panic. dock in, Panic. it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, why you did know? I even do this? How am I going to pay the bond? How am yeah. I going to pay the car? How am I going to pay this and that? But I think at the end of the day, when you sleep knowing that, firstly, you're creating employment for people, yeah. you're paying people, and it's your baby. Mm. You know, you, you're trying to grow it. I think that's the, that make, that, that gives you happiness somehow, yeah. you know? So, Absolutely. yeah, so I think for me, yeah, it's a challenge, but, I wouldn't have done it any other way. Wow. No. And I think in, in terms of media, it's something that I love and enjoy. So I'll probably go back and, you know, venture into it, just speak to my agents, trying to get a new show, <laughs> mm, you, okay. know? you know, my Beyond Cliff Central. Yes. <laughs> hey, yes. Yes. Awesome channel. <laughs> yeah, you might just take our jobs. You know what I mean? And, and I just find that so interesting. And I think the one thing that I'm uh, deriving from our conversation is that we all have one thing in common and that is money. That mm-hmm. is yeah. consumption in the sense that if I break it down is that, um, Candace, you know, you are like a cute little 24 year old still mm-hmm. trying to make it in life, mm-hmm. but you know, you have needs and you have wants, and Absolutely. you know what I mean? And I think that Mazui, you know, also being in uh, corporate, you've probably, I mean, as I checked you out, fam. You have done the most in corporate, hey? I mean, slaying. you're slaying. Well, you were slaying in your lane. <laughs> you're just slaying. Let, 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 well, us, let us dispute that. You were slaying in IT governance, which is very rare for a black individual to actually do. You got into that market. You've got international experience. Right. And with that came a certain type of class with it. True that. Um, and pressure. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for you to, to demonstrate or almost like, so separate yourselves from the mm. rest, you know. Yeah. Show them that you are actually international. You are actually working in IT, which mm. is a, a a profession that 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 is not right. Well, not a lot of people are are, are in. Uh, so you you constantly find yourself in a position where you have to prove yourself. Yeah. Whether it's to yourself or to your friends or demonstrate 
which is yeah, when there's so pressure and, and to be right. but is it so? Yes, I, I was also good. You life? go ahead. Okay, okay, this okay, is okay. okay, guys. Craig was sexy here. He's the one. He's the one. Can everyone say Craig was sexy at the same time? <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> go ahead. Um, oh no! I was just asking that. Isn't that just life in general? That there's always pressure, whether in IT, whether in radio, whether you always have to somehow prove yourself to people or yourself. I suppose you have to. But then, what's the difference between that and being in, in your comfort zone? So, how would you, yeah, use that argument? Because hmm. many people I know are so demotivated and they're just super comfortable being where they're at. Who's motivating them? Or do you find that motivation yourself? Do you look for the, Do you open yourself up to the pressures, I guess? Right? Well, I, I, ideally, you should find motivation within yourself than, yeah. than yeah. opening up to the, to the pressures of being consumed by yeah. what's out there. Right. So it's about self-reflect. Self reflection mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. um, spending time with yourself, trying to find out what makes the most, what's mm. a, what's important to you, and trying to achieve those things as opposed to what's happening out there. What are you seeing on social media that day? Yeah, would generally tend to sway your personal objectives oh, yeah. and 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 your journey into achieving what you want. Wow. So it's about, I suppose, being cognizant and being aware of mm. of, yeah. of being in the moment yeah. and who you are and knowing what makes you tick and what, uh, what's important to you. I so. find that quite fascinating. Wow. And I think, uh, you know, just moving to the topic at hand, um, you know, it's it's quite fascinating. I think this is just for the both of you. You guys have moved from different landscapes of life, which are associated with different classes. You know what I mean? I, if someone says to me, I'm an investment banker, immediately I get, you know, a, a good vibe. I get a, I get almost intimidation, yet I feel like this person is successful. I can relate. I'd want to either hang out with them. I could learn from more from them or whatever the case might be. You guys have moved entirely from that. You know, I think, Pamela, you probably had corporate experience. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've had that title. Especially Mazu, you've had that title. You've, you, you've been a manager before. You've worked mm-hmm. international. And then you've moved from all of that. And now you are doing photography and videography. And, you know, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Five Forces of Competition by Porter. Yes, those who've studied mm-hmm. would know that. Because? There's always, uh, you know, one of them says that there's that concept of, uh, barrier to entry and exit. So mm-hmm. in other words, it, it, your, the type of industries that you both are in, it's not necessarily very difficult to get into if should you have the capital, should you have the money. Right. You know what I mean? And for me, that means that you have a lot of competition. I mean, just this afternoon, I looked for videography and nail bar, you know, which, or whatever the case might mm. be, you know, just as an example to say, okay, I'm looking for accounting or you have all these filters that come through, right? You know? So in other words, your industry is not necessarily difficult to find. You know what I mean? Yeah. And with that, that means that you're not necessarily, you have a lot of competition per se. And with that, I'm just thinking, how do you survive such a market and how, you know, moving from being that person as a, you know, maybe a marketing manager or a person that was known as the IT governance manager, to doing something that it's not necessarily difficult for people to tap into. I think it's a huge shift in terms of you are now doing something that you love. Mm. You're doing something that you want to do. So it's no longer about the money anymore. Mm. Well, I do need the money like yeah, everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Darling. Um, bills have to be paid. However, 
I think now what's most important is me creating that beautiful image of whoever I'm, I'm taking, or if it's a model or if it's a bride or in an event, making sure that I, I deliver and I, 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 I satisfy myself. I meet the expectations that Mazwi um, set for himself. Whilst in the corporate, you work um, to achieve corporate objectives um, in line with um, the corporate strategy, using their processes, using their policies. So it's really never about you. It's about someone else. But also remember, corporate gives you a luxury. Fam, you know, corporate gives you a sustainable consumer influence lifestyle you know it, it, you are certain that you're going to yeah. be able to buy that car yeah, I th- to I live in that address but now i think the question comes in as to is that what you want to do okay. is that who defines craig or six is that who defines pomelo so i think it also comes back from where do you come from as an individual yeah speaking of middle class most of us were raised by probably single parents single moms or whatnot right mm-hmm. and then all you know is i need to get a job i need to study Go get a job and work for someone else. Go get a corporate, like in, in a big company and whatnot. And that's for you. That's your success. Mm-hmm. And while you're in it, you want to do your promotions. You want right. this yeah. and that, you know. But then it has to, there has to be a point where you as Pimelo says, this doesn't make me happy. You know, the structure is great and all. Yeah. I get a start at the end of the month, but I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. Because and, uh, like, to add on what you're saying, Pimelo, um, like you're getting that. Yeah. Um, that lovely salary, yeah. but at what price did it come, does it come at? Um, mm. You're probably happy for like like um, an hour after you receive the text message that you've got your salary. Then an hour after, you actually have, you've gone back to your stress levels because okay. you, life just comes to fall to realize that you've got to do A, B, C, and D. So yeah, some, sometimes at some point, money does n- it, it becomes less of a and if important. I find that so very maybe it's because I you know I'm I'm a consumer you know I, I love things you know naturally and there's a lot of us you know I, I'm mid, I'm literally representing the majority mm. here and I mean Candice just like what is your insight on this you live a comfortable lovely address you know from a world where you know it feels good to buy that phone it's good to, you know to follow. I, I would assume passion or whatever, you know, whatever these guys are trying to follow. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're living out that lifestyle. You're no longer driving a Jeep. Now you're driving an Uno. And, and you, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's very much, um, largely a po- one of the, the most, um, the, the biggest part of the fears that I have when it comes mm-hmm. to wholeheartedly following my dreams is, I need parent. And the thing is, I don't have a backup plan, guys. I don't, I don't, like, I don't go home. Like, I don't get to say, okay, shop, can't phone rent, let me move back home. There's yeah. no such for and me. And there's a lot of, you understand? You and like there's those. many people there's out there. So we don't have the luxury of going, shop, you know what, guys, let me just wrap this up. Um, I'm going to completely chase my dream. It does not always work that way. So in the meantime, you need to find a balance. You need to work extra hard because now you need to maintain yeah. your nine to five as well as chasing your dreams. And I think within a acting space, or television space where you need to go, you need to be available for castings during the week. That's your work hours. You can't get out of those things per se. And it, it's finding a good balance, but also I feel like luck is involved. And also I truly believe that what is for you won't miss you. Like as, as, as airy fairy as it sounds, like if, if that's truly where you're supposed to be, it'll find you somehow. And you put in the hours and the work. Yes, yes. Um, if you're going to project that, it's going to yeah. come. So would you guys agree that, um, 
I mean, like from your perspective, I'm just going to ask everyone here. Yeah. That, um, yeah, we are a sort of a generation that is consumed by stuff. Mm. We love to buy things. We mm. like to own things. It makes us feel good. However, you guys are saying to me that, you know, I would rather just, you know, give that all up if I need to follow my passion per se. I mean, would you honestly right now, you know, and, and, and it's very difficult. I mean, it's very difficult. Would you really advise someone to do something like that? It's a yes and no for me. I suppose we have to live it for you to know um, the type of feelings and whatever it, that, it, that, that it brings. Mm-hmm. And for you to be able to say it's not so important. Mm-hmm. I think that I think I'd rather focus on something else. But I, I think to be selfish of me to tell someone else not to experience it. Because, yeah, I, I think I'm in a better space now because I've experienced it to say I don't like it. Mm. Um, to say do not try it. You, you might just try it out and find out that you, yeah. it's for you yeah. and, 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 and you can afford to slay every day mm-hmm. and you want to slay every day mm-hmm. and it makes you feel good to slay every day. <laughs> yeah. So why not do it? But for me, no. Okay. Well, I think personally that it also depends on things like age. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're in your 20s, let's say 25 below, yeah. or just in your 20s, you have room to make mistakes. Yeah. You have room to, you know, be radical, do what you want mm. to do. Because I always believe that after 30, it's your wraps. things have to be in order. Mm. You know, your things have to be... And that's why most people who decide to leave that comfort of um, a 9 to 5, 8 to 5, to go pursue what they're passionate about is... It becomes a problem Because now the responsibilities are more But now yeah. when you're in your 20s I always say go for it Do what makes you happy mm-hmm. You know And that, that's just my thoughts on it Wow I would agree with you 100% Wow Thank you <laughs> And candy baby Thanks. I mean for me I, I just Right now At this stage of my life Being 30 And being Craig or sexy never I, I think I would rather Do the most To get my money Mm-hmm. And live my lifestyle. I'm chill with that. I I I don't have any regrets. You know, maybe it's because I'm I'm obviously have a different type of outlook because my passion and my work sort of overlap. Mm. And fortunately for me, and that's it's very rare for that to happen. If it asked me ten the same question ten years ago, I probably would have responded exactly the same as you. How old were you ten years ago? I was thirty. Um, 10 wow, years ago. <laughs> I'm turning forty. Guys, yeah. you you can't so, tell. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you 100%. I probably said an age thing and um to um, and to just to make reference what I um make I mentioned earlier. You'll have to experience the life for you mm. to to be able just to make mm. a distinct differentiation that this is not for me or this is for me. Um I suppose in your 20s you can do it. Late 30s like me probably not. Alright, okay, we're just gonna have one little more comment, Ken. Before yeah. we go to our lovely ad break. Yeah, I know you guys say probably over 30, probably not. It's very risky, but I think that sh- shouldn't stop people still if they sure. can. You know, cause hey. I mean, so many people, both of you can't be wrong about, I mean, the magic in, in, in doing what you're passionate about. As mm. cliche as it sounds, surely there must be some sort of peace and euphoria in that. And we can, Fade into that song you wanted to Oh, get thank it. you so much. You know what? I always say if they want champagne, darling, you give it to them. They want you gonna, lifestyle. But did you organize champagne for the studio? <laughs> of course not. Oh, I'm, I'm a consumer. Cliffcentral.com. <laughs> You're on Urban Culture Drive on a Tuesday, and I'm still hanging out with my lovely guest. We're continuing on our topic on consumerism within the middle class in South Africa, or actually even globally. You know, I mean. 
if you really think about it, right? We in South Africa face a lot of apartheid stuff, you know? So that means that we, especially a lot of black people, they lack, especially a lot of colored people, Indians and so forth. I'm not saying white people don't lack. I mean, it does happen that, you know, you find your people living in Hercules in Pretoria or whatever. Danville. Danville, you know? Lynn, whatever. But it happens that, you know, from what I'm understanding is that a lot of middle class people, those that are unnecessarily rich or poor, are consumed with buying stuff. We are obsessed with, you know, you know, we want to make sure that we are seen in the right light, in the right direction. The Instagram must flick, darling. The champagne must flow. You know what I mean? Babe, are you still okay? Can? I'm, 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 I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. All right. Well, that's good. Anyway. You know, just getting back on the topic, uh, I just specifically wanted to, you know, re- just, you know, this segment, it, it really just resonates with me when I want, when I discuss things relating to middle class, specifically people that usually did not have stuff and are now obsessed with acquisition of material, you know? And I just want to ask each and every one of our guests, we still have Candace, obviously, and Craig was sexy, <laughs> Mazri and Pamelo. And I just want to ask each and every one of you guys, um, how did it feel like? I mean, we've all experienced it. We've all bought something and it meant something for our ego. You know, it, 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 it literally just res, you buy that thing and you just know immediately, fam, um, this is it. I, I feel so good. And, and I want you to just, no, I wouldn't say like, you know, just give me a breakdown. What did you buy and why did it feel so good, Candace? Can I, can I go first? I, 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 I think buying Groceries from Woolies gives me that feeling. Fam. I swear to God, bruh. There's nothing greater. Like when I walk into Woolies. You've arrived. Bona. I walk in with some, I don't know where this confidence comes from. All of a sudden. Plus it's fucking cold in there. Mm. Cause the aircon is. It's, 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 it's meant, it's, it's meant it's to chase on, away the black people. Yes. And I walk in there and I'm just like, Bona. It's so perfectly wrapped. But you know, look I, at the swag. It, you know, I want, I, I resonate with it because every so time. So it's petty stuff like that for me where I'm at mm. financially right now. Oh yeah. But I'm, if I were to make like, if I were to make like 60 grand a month ish, guys. But I understand because look. the Woolies phenomenon has just taken over it's our taken black off. It's, it's just taken off all I, our I, black I, I actually oh. saw a tweet. Someone said, if you see me pushing a Woolies trolley, read me in English. Really? <laughs> And then someone else said, and when you see me with the yellow plastic, you guys yeah. all know the store. Mm. Um, he's like, just say Salborna. <laughs> oh wow, shade, the I'm level like, of guys, shade in this country. Nice but I do understand that because I mean, there's a certain element of attitude that comes with people that just fill up an entire trolley from Woolies. Mm. You know, they even Instagram what they actually purchase because we are a country, like I said. Filled with the attitude of consumerism And it's not just this country It's, I mean, like this study that I mentioned a bit earlier Is yeah. international, it's global You know what I mean? So I understand when you say that, you know what When you, and, and they always There's the, the Woolies And there's the Woolies market yes. Where, you know, it's got It's yes. got entire everything on display yes. Everything is crystal Every and That's where Abosomizi mm, will mm, shop mm, And, mm, you know, mm, mm, you just take a quick are you selfie Are talking about that one in Ravonia? No, 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 the one in Dainfin oh, okay. Rast- oh, oh, of Hashtag. course Of course <laughs> Do you understand? Consumer speaking right here <laughs> You know what I mean? And I, I get that I resonate with that To say that, you know, there is an element of class that comes with yeah, buying from such areas and it's just like Bona me with my plastic even if it's just one thing in that plastic <laughs> look it's me <laughs> Mazi what, what is the one thing that you purchased other than your expensive uh, camera and video equipment we know that's expensive but that was for capital 
I mean, that's, honest, that's for I spend all my money right now. That's where I spend all my money. I don't know when last I spent my money on clothing. Um, I probably travel. I, I like traveling. So yeah. the only time I get to spend is when I go to, um, to the carnival because I love going to the carnival in Rio. No, in, in the Caribbean, in oh, Trinidad. Of course. Oh, Darling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you fly oh first gosh. class of business? No, or no, 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 no. I, I take the cheapest. Um, um, a seat available. So you don't care about the layover? No. You You're go on the same flight, do you, right? Do you, like part t- do you take part? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you go all out with the costume yeah, I, and everything. I do the London carnival. I do the Trinidad and Tobago and I do the Barbados, um, carnival. But you've got the body for it. Have you seen Rihanna? So. I know. I've seen, I've seen, um, what's his name? The, the, the athlete. Um, uh, uh, um uh, uh, Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. Okay. And, um, yeah. Exciting. <laughs> you have know? such an exciting life. Yeah. You know, people, like the, you know, people that hang out with Kirgo Six always have amazing <laughs> lives. You, you must just understand. We're just like that, and you know what I mean. And so, so for you, it's traveling. And would you do business first class? You always go no. for the cheapest. And for me, it's quite interesting because um, the one thing that I'm picking up right now, you know, mm-hmm. as I'm growing up, is that in, initially I wanted to make money. So I got that. Well, it's not a lot of money, but it's something that I'm very comfortable with. I right. mean, Salvatore Ferragamo, guys. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving right along. And from there, I said, okay, I want to look good now. So I started to work out because, you know, Instagram says you must make money and you must right. look good. And, you know, you get that. You do the body, you do the squats, you do everything, you flex them, you know. And then later... You're like, but I haven't traveled. So now Instagram yeah. tells you, uh, you, you must have travel. To, you must travel now. It, it, yeah. It's, that's the trend now. You must check in in New York. You must check in in Bali. You must check in yeah. in different countries. And you do that. And I've noticed that for those who have traveled, now the competition, so like I said, it's all about consumerism, moves from, yeah, I've got education. Yeah, I look Just good. Yeah. No, no, not even to, are you driving? Are you flying first class, business class, or it can You know what I mean? True. So it just never ends. Well, I suppose it, for me, it did end in the sense that I, as I said, I travel a lot, but I, I doesn't matter the, the mode of transport I travel in. Like I go to Mozambique a lot, but I use a Greyhound because it's 500 rands return if, if you're traveling by Greyhound. If you book a flight, I don't know if a lot of people know that traveling to Maputo and back, which is a, in a, a foreign That's country. Ridiculous. Yeah, you, you, a return is less than going to Durban. Wow. I go there often because I love traveling and I love the the culture there. So mm. for me, um, I always look at at the fl- the tickets, the flight tickets. And, 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 and the bus ticket and that is beautiful, but Craig or sexy cannot resonate. Anyway, moving right on to <laughs> Pamela. Uh, Pam. Mm. Pam, you've traveled. I have. I know you have. Mm-hmm. You've been to, tell me, which countries? Ah, uh, New York, Atlanta. Darling. France. Atlanta, Georgia. Singapore. And, and, it goes on. <laughs> and the one thing that I've realized about Pamela is that he is super chilled with what is happening now. Oh my goodness. Somebody's trying to Facebook me while we're live. Anyway, please. Stalker, leave me alone. And it's like the second time. You know what I mean? Guys, it's Craig was sexy. What rough. It's rough being me. Anyway, with all of that in question, you know, you are very quiet about your life. Yeah. You, you don't feel the need, the pressure to Instagram or to Facebook or to, why is that? And, 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 you know, the reason why I ask is, fam, had I been to all those countries, trust. Everybody would know. Uh, Sam, <laughs> do you understand? I just think I'm just used to living like within the bare minimum. Like I, mm. yes, I've been privileged enough to travel and do that, but I don't see the need to be flexing and, and all that. And because I feel like I don't have the money that 
I think I need or that I need. Yeah. I feel like people flex but don't have anything. So you feel like, do you feel like Craig or Sex is flexing while it doesn't have anything? Well, <laughs> that's a story for another day. <laughs> oh, no, damn. but because I always, the one time I was in the Midlands and I just observed something. Yeah. All the Range Rovers that were driving by were all black. All the white guys who own the land there wow. are driving Rangers. Who knows? And just normal vans and whatnot. And I was just like, why would, why are we as the black consumer? Yeah. Living that life that we don't even have the land that those people have. Absolutely, you know, that's so, so true. With, with that, when, when I started understanding that, I was like, "No, man, I don't have the. Money. I'm not wealthy." Yeah, I'm not. I, I, you, you know, never, you know, wealth for me is not having a one million or five million in a bank account. Is is owning an asset that actually generates income. True. That's wealth. True. You know, so you have distinguished between the two and said, "You know what? Actually, I'm not on this level. I'm not even going to try." Play with those guns True Because uh, you, you, earlier on You mentioned how You got 350 You know Your allowance And I think With me It took it took me back to that That as a student Yeah it wasn't 350 It was like a thousand rand That my mom would give wow. me Wow No no but it, it was nothing Especially you had to Maintain this lifestyle Of a student And mm-hmm. live in this Best life Going to all these Best parties yeah. But I survived The month of a thousand rand you know, so why can't I survive now with that thousand rand? But yeah. knowing that my other money is going to savings, into investments, into right, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I always say it's great for people to be flexible on Instagram, but what do you have? Mm, I understand that. I understand that. And you know, I think for me, what what would really resonates a lot with this topic with regards to you, and that's why I invited you to the show, is that. You have actually, you've done the celebrity life. You've done the blit, uh, the glitz and the glam. You, I mean, you've been, and you know, with, with, with South African celebrities, um, you don't know what they own. True. You don't know if most that, of them don't even own. We're not throwing shade, guys. Mm. We're not, if you're famous, you know, we're not throwing shade. We're just saying that you don't necessarily own everything that we think that you own because of your Instagram. You, I mean, you've had the opportunity to, I remember one time you invited me to a VIP party and it looked so lit, you know, and obviously I was welcome with VIP drinks, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, Craig or Sexy. Yeah, but I mean, how come you never got sucked into that life? And and what would you say to people that are consumed? Like people, people like me who are just guys. And it's not that I'm doing it. But the thing is, Craig, the thing is you own all of these things that you have. Yeah, that's true though. So there's a difference. Yeah. You're not, th- we're not talking about you. We're talking about all these other people yeah. that are pretending. But I don't really, I'm, I'm not too faced by that. Yeah. I always say, hey, Joe, you know, live your best life. Even if you have to do it. Yeah. With, with, with that, I think the, the major reason why I left the industry, or well, apart from career wise and trying to like not be seen as a kid as television presenter mm. or whatnot, mm. you know, I, I was like, I'm living this lifestyle, but I don't have money. Exactly. Mm. You know, at that time, I didn't even have a car, mm. but I'm on TV. You, see, you, know, wow. you know, and I'm just like, how am I on TV, but people are seeing me in a taxi? That doesn't make sense. Yes, to me. yes. So yes. then obviously, you know, I had to work a bit harder, get the car, get whatnot. But I think for me, it was a matter of when I go back into the industry, uh, I need to go back knowing a lot of things more, going to educate myself more on mm-hmm. the industry itself, on business things, so that I, I know when I go back, it's just pure passion. Mm-hmm. It's something right. that I love and I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not about the lesson that lab, it's just something that I know that I can deliver on. Gotcha. And that's it. Gotcha. I think, and some people, yeah, they will stick around for three more years, six more years, struggling. And I was like, I'm too, I'm, I'm, too, I'm too great to not yeah, be having. No. That it's, money or that lifestyle I just I can't I need to I need to go out there 
go use the skills that I have right. in my mind and try and grow myself and you know better better myself. Yeah, and and Maz, would you resonate with that? Definitely. It's all about um what I said earlier, self ref- um self reflection, mm-hmm. where you take time out and say what is it's important to me? Is this me or is it not me? Um, what do I want? Um, and at end of the day, I mean, you can only live that type of life for. For a limited amount of time I don't know Yeah I mean like I always feel like The you know The, the Instagram life The celebrity It's got a time It's got a time It's yeah. got a time yeah. frame It's almost as if Like you know I mean The great Whitney Houston She had a time uh, you know, but it, she it was, died. Yeah, she died, but she had a time. There was a point where I think she was lit, and then she, she was, was lit, and then you know, because I feel like this life that we're living, and it, it, I can actually even bring it down to basic consumers, people that are obsessed with buying stuff and acquiring stuff, and you know, just moving on to the next level. You know, it's that you've got a time frame for this thing. You can't always. Try to go to the next level. You can't always try to acquire as much. You have a time frame. You have a ceiling that you'll hit. You can have a time frame or you can be consumed by the consumerism and always trying to reinvent yourself so that you're on top of the game. Mm -hmm. So I think there's two levels to it. it. Yeah. It's either you're going to conform to Mm. what life brings, which is a time frame, what Mm -hmm. you're saying, where at some point you're just going to get tired or you're constantly going to try to to stay on top of the game by observing what um, has mm. been dished out by people, mm. making sure that you've got the best mm. to 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 be better than the person that mm. posted a, a, a day yesterday, or you now you're going to a better country. Mm. But that means that you're gonna be forever in this consumerism state. Mm. Um, but you're gonna be happy to a certain extent, yeah. Mm. But your pockets are gonna be yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. naturally. I mean, Candice, what's your last word? I mean, and, and for me, this. Is quite brilliant for me for Candace because Candace is uh, she's 24 she's still trying to make it in the industry she's trying to do whatever discover herself and she's associated with powerful people like Craig or Sexy Liz exactly. Job you know what I mean and for me how do you handle that type of jungle you know what I mean you are you um, know what? I must say um, I, I I love myself so much yeah. I I I I do not conform. Oh, beautiful. I, I do not conform. That is beautiful. I am so happy with broke Candace. Yeah. You know, you not, not content, not content <laughs> and, and comfort zone-ish, but I, so I like broke Candace. Yeah. And I will not be told by Bo Mang Mang, mm. um, that you're not good enough. To me, Keshap, like mm. I am yeah. fixing myself. I'm yeah. trying to get back. I'm trying to be better. But I really do not conform to pressures. And I love that about myself is that I'm m- the most chilled person you'll ever come across. Like, Gishapo. Um, that is Gishapo. absolutely true. And you've got, you do have six and I, people. And I must you. say, yeah, I do, I do, I do have all of these incredible people. And I, and I'm grateful for you guys, Craig. You guys really do inspire me. Absolutely. I won't lie that you guys are these super influential, super, um, successful people, all of you in the studio. And, and it, it's, it's inspiring. So it's great to, to, to surround yourself with successful people. Thank you. Oh, no, Are we good. done? Are we done? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I've been to that. But anyway, just one last thing that you guys want to say to people that are obsessed with the egocentric demon within all of us called consumerism. We're obsessed with requiring a lot more. We're obsessed with wanting. We're never tired. It's always wanting and getting, wanting and getting. So let's just wrap it up. Pamela, what's your last word? Oh, I think what we need to do as society, firstly, is educate our young black people and our young black individuals. That in this life, yes, you might not have had so much, you can have it, but always compare yourself, or not even compare, always, you know, yeah, compare yourself with another white girl or a white lady, that her privileges and yours were never the same. So you need to act better 
at at a younger age. Like for in, for example, you a, 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 a white child gets a first car in first year. Mm-hmm. You don't. You, need trick. To, you still need to buy your car. Yes. We're not on the same level. Yes. So what you need to do is, yeah. Be within the people of your neighbors and think big. Stay in your lane, essentially. Right. Right. Yeah. And Mazui, last one. Do you? Do you? Boo? <laughs> Short and sweet. Well, child. Well, yeah. Do you? Um, we all have diff- different goals, different um objectives. So um, yeah. Alright, yeah. right. and candy babe. I would like to say that you are enough, okay? You don't need all of these things to make you feel better or make you look pretty or anything. You are enough. And when you can find that and truly be happy with yourself, I know I sound like I'm preaching and like, um, I'm telling you stuff you don't really want to hear, but like guys, you guys are really, you're enough without the fuss and the extra. So find that peace within yourself and all of these things will just yeah, you know what I'm be actually, extras. I feel like that's beautiful, but from Craig was sexy, always remain sexy, work out, be beautiful and be you. <laughs> we love you, Cliff Central Drive, Urban Culture to drive from Cliff Central. Enjoy guys. Ciao. Cliffcentral.com